I remember singing Fancy when I was a kid, like learning all of the words, and that's a that's a long song. I remember being like, I would sit there and it's I- It's also a really funny song for a kid to sing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if funny is the way I would describe it for a child to sing that song, but anyways. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's a, it's a, it makes a statement, that's for sure. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, that's funny. I'm just picturing little Dana in like a red, a red dress. <laughs> With a slit right up to oh, the hip. <laughs> That's too good. Uh, Jason's gonna put this in for sure. <laughs> I have like the braids, like the two braids on the side. It's awesome. Oh my gosh. Welcome back to another episode of On the Porch with Front Porch Music. Season two. Episode two. And we are stoked. We got to sit down with Dana Reed. She signed with Open Road Recordings last year. Her newest single, She's Me, is out at radio now. And she's the iHeart Future star. And she's also been named one of our top uh, artists to watch for the year of 2023. She's going to have a big year ahead of her. We had a great chat with her. She's lovely. And like it was really great to talk to her and get to know uh, an artist that is brand spanking new to the industry and uh, get her perspective as like fresh eyes on everything. Totally. So here's our chat with Dana. Well, Dana, thank you so much for joining us. No, thanks for having me, guys. This is awesome. So uh, you've been on the front porch before, but never on the podcast. So welcome to our virtual porch. We're very excited to have you. Um, no, super excited to be here. I remember talking with Jenna a little while ago, and I was super excited that you guys asked me to do this again. So, well, of course, there's room for everyone here on the porch. <laughs> oh, I love it. All inclusive. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those of you or of, of us who haven't really had a chance to meet you yet, because you and Jenna are great friends now, um, why don't you? What? What? Let's just jump right into it. Why don't you tell us a bit about yourself, where you're from, who you are. Yeah, for sure. I'm so my name's Dana Reed, obviously. <laughs> I'm from a little town called Elmville. It's about like 20 minutes south or north of Barrie. And uh, it's a it's a little like farming kind of community. You know, it's a good little place to grow up. There's but a zoo. Always, there is a zoo. So you know what? I don't think a lot of small towns have a, like a zoo. So it's like farm field, farm field, giraffe, farm field. Giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> you know. The typical view when you're driving north of Toronto. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's a it's a different little place. It was good to grow up in, but music has always been my passion. I've always absolutely loved singing, and I started playing the guitar when I was eleven or twelve. And I took like two lessons from somebody, and then my parents didn't like the guitar teacher, <laughs> so I ended up just teaching myself on YouTube. <laughs> oh, so there's a way to do it. Brilliant. Exactly. So music's definitely always been like my passion. I just didn't know growing up how I was going to get my foot in the door, you know, like growing up in a little small town, you kind of have to figure out how you're going to be able to get your chance. So um, three years ago, actually, right before COVID, I had the chance to enter this competition that was in Aurora. And with that, you got a mentorship program and everything. So luckily, I actually I won the competition and I didn't really notice what that all entailed at the time but through that I met my mentor Beverly Mahood and then a co-writer Max Shepard and we got to like writing these songs and then recording them and it like 
put a fire in my belly that I never really experienced before. And I was like, yep, this is it. This is definitely what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> cool. Nothing else. So Beverly Mahood is like a huge, like, did you really realize that who you were, who, who was mentoring you when you won that competition and, and like what that, that could mean? Well, you know what? Like I listened to her songs with the girls with Lace and everyone mm-hmm. too. Like I won them. So I was a big fan of her before I even entered the competition too. So just getting to work with her and she's really kind of helped me develop myself as an artist and like just be a good person too in the process. So it's been awesome. Like she's definitely kind of helped me blaze a path to follow because I'm very new to music. This is all new experiences for me. So it's been great to kind of be taught the right way to do things right well i mean that especially you know being so early in your career and so green um Mm -hmm. to have that right away is got to be so valuable yeah exactly honestly like i am very very thankful for that somehow our paths crossed and we got to like have the chance to actually work together because yeah i'm definitely i i just knew after doing that competition and getting into music and writing the songs that music was definitely what I wanted to do to make me happy at the end of the day. So it was a lot of fun. So Elmville, not a whole lot of opportunities necessarily for you to move your music career forward until you got to participate in, what was it called? Was it the Magna Hoedown in Aurora? Uh, What it was in Aurora. Yes. I think you glazed over the fact that you sort of were sick that day, too. You had a sore throat, and you still won. Oh, my goodness. I remember taking my cough medicine before going on and being like, <laughs> do it. Just get through these couple songs. Like, it's all you got to do. And it worked out for me, so that's awesome. But, yeah, so. How old were you when this when, when that went down? I was 21. I was 21. Ah, so you could have just taken a shot of whiskey and it would have been right good for the throat. You know what? Grand Marnier is great. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> She's totally not kidding. <laughs> Do you remember what songs you played? I remember I auditioned with songs like it was um, Neon Moon, Brooks and Dunn, and like uh, Thunder Rolls. You know what I mean? Like I those were kind of like the songs that I've always yep. kind of bared to. Like I always loved 90s and 2000s country music. I love all country music, but... That's what I grew up with, right? So it's kind of what I feel natural with. So I went with songs like that, you know, Garth Brooks, all of the all of the uh, icons and everything too. So love that. I want to hear you sing th- uh, Thunder Rolls in one of your sets this summer when we see you. You know what's crazy <laughs> is even when I was playing that song, it was an outdoor event at the time. Oh, and uh, it started pouring rain as soon as I sang <laughs> that song. And it was fine. And then I started singing Thunder Rolls and the thunder just started. And it was pretty funny story. Funny thing to look I mean, on. you had to win then because Mother Nature was on your side. Exactly. There's something yeah. in the air. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then honestly, after that, like I was super excited. Like things are moving. And then everyone's favorite, COVID happened. Right. <sighs> But, like, honestly, like, COVID was obviously a very hard time for a lot of people. And I'm very glad that things are turning around for a lot of people right now. But it also gave me a chance to be able to, like, just focus in on, like, what I really wanted to be doing, which was music. So it's crazy to say that I'm actually thankful for those couple years. (laughs) It's funny because, like, we've heard that from a few people and even from us as well. Like, I mean, yeah, it really sucked. Uh, But it also, it made me sit and contemplate and focus on what I want and what 
I want for the business and same with Jenna and, and really, and really just like digging in and, and figuring out who we are and where we want to go. And it gave us all the time in the world to do that. So like, yeah, it, it really sucked, but we've heard this from a bunch of artists too, that it really opened up a lot of opportunities for them personally. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think like a lot of artists just kind of took the time to reset and be like, all right, what do I actually want to be doing right now? And how do I want to pursue this? So that was definitely kind of a blessing in disguise, for sure. <laughs> when you you got to think about the positive side of things, right? <laughs> for sure. And all throughout this time, you, you were still obviously in touch with Beverly and, and writing music and just kind of uh, honing your craft? Yeah, so honestly, like, I've never been to Nashville or anything. I need to go. I'm hoping that's going to happen this year. I honestly just want to go for the experience, but obviously to be able to write and stuff too. But I wrote all of the songs here, like, just honestly talking about my life and what was going on like back to the trailer was about living in a trailer for a couple summers with my dog and reminiscing on those times and then songs like she's me was about honestly what i just described to you guys like developing this being that girl right over covid and then being able to actually put out the song and be like yep i'm that girl <laughs> and hopefully other girls can say the same thing to it too so yeah, I feel like people can, and I feel like people relate to that one because recently announced you captured iHeartRadio Future Star, which is really cool. So you're going to be featured across Woo! radio Congratulations. stations. Congratulations, that's amazing. All over the country, yeah. But I think like that song is like I remember the first time we heard it too. I was like, I'm listening. Go on, like I get, <laughs> I get this. I feel this. Like I could, f- the whole room of those people were listening to that, and I think that was like that's. The story made sense and it wasn't just for girls and like you and I have chatted about this before too. You, you didn't necessarily say like this is for yeah. girls, this is for anybody. Like think about it like, f- you know, just like you can relate, you can feel all of those things that you're saying. Jenna and I were listening to you perform that song at, at the uh, showcase at the CCMAs and we were listening at the same table and we at the end of the song we were, were like that's going to be a top 10 for sure. Like... <laughs> That is keep like saying, the song. Keep saying it, okay? Like, yeah. That's true, right? <laughs> we're, we're manifesting it for you. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> that's all part of it. But no, like, like Jenna said, like, I hope that anybody can kind of connect with the song. And like, music is really just about being able to write something that people can apply to their own lives, right? And make it their own. So, but no, I am so thankful that I was chosen to be the iHeart. Like, oh, it's yeah. crazy. Future Star, it's absolutely crazy because... And for your first song going to radio, that's like so cool. Yeah, I was driving in the car actually yesterday, just nonchalantly listening to the radio and I heard it come on and I was like, oh, I looked like a crazy person. Anyone that was driving by me was probably like, what is going on in the car? (laughs) (laughs) There is a medical emergency. (laughs) Yeah. my excitement that was so happy was it like a mix of screaming crying and just laughter and like what was it It, like a roller coaster at that point you know (laughs) like it's just crazy like you think about writing the song and then recording it and then doing it at showcases for you guys like in calgary at the ccmas and then actually hearing it on the radio like it's just crazy to see the journey that it's taken so far and hopefully will continue to take me on (laughs) was it a pinch me moment but don't, but don't pinch me. It's like, it's almost like <laughs> I have to like <laughs> let yeah, it don't actually <laughs> settle and feel real and like actually be able to really, really appreciate it. So 
doesn't completely feel real yet, but yeah, definitely don't pinch me. <laughs> well, Noted. Don't do it. Don't you worry. Yeah, she's not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's not. <laughs> That's, That's funny. But no, the EP is definitely uh, like it was hard to choose which songs we wanted to use for the three songs for the EP, but I think that we all did a really good job on choosing which songs to kind of use as an introduction to who I am and kind of who I want to be able to relate to and connect with. I kind of, I kind of want to know. You mentioned. I, I'm gonna go this time. <laughs> I want to know like what you've learned about yourself in the process of songwriting with Bev and with Mac and just the things that you've been able to like zone in on for you as a person. Like where have you grown? You know. Honestly, like I think that through doing all of this with music, writing the songs, like it really showed me the potential that. I have that I didn't even realize my whole life growing up kind of thing. So once I actually realized like this is something that I absolutely love and why not try to do pursue something that I love and make a career out of it. Like I just knew that yeah, it was just it was definitely like something that changed my life completely. Like it just kind of changed my mindset on who I was and what I wanted to bring to the table and what I want, it just gave me goals for myself too, that I've never been able to give myself and actually obtain. So to kind of check off the marks of the different goals that I gave myself, it's pretty crazy. Like I read back to um, goals that I set for myself last year, like last New Year's, and I was able to cross a bunch of them off. And I was like, holy crap, like this is all because of music. So it's definitely music has changed my life. It's always been the biggest part of my life, but now it actually really is the biggest part of my life too. So <laughs> definitely not taking it for granted. Isn't for sure. it the like satisfaction of being able to do that and seeing like, hey, I can do these things and these aren't these aren't unreasonable goals. Like you had said at one point, like you couldn't visualize a career in music at one point just because you had no idea where to start, right? So isn't that just like so cool now to be able to be like, I'm doing it. Exactly. Honestly, exactly. Like it's, it's definitely through writing those songs and singing them. I found my sound and my style. And honestly, like writing those songs taught me so much about myself and about how to like, just get through whatever situation that I was writing about. Like if I was having a tough day, you put on she's me and it amps you up again. You know, it reminds you like, tells yourself again to get out of your head and actually be able to listen to yourself and stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> so you got started all of this kind of journey right before COVID, like we, like we mentioned. So I assume that you haven't had much chance to really get on a actual stage. Is that accurate? So I've done a lot of different sh- like songwriting showcases to keep practicing and, you know, like always it's just something that I really enjoy doing too I love being able to play for people and to connect with people and the little songwriting shows that I've been doing up in Muskoka and stuff lately have been perfect because it gives me the chance to actually be able to kind of connect with different people but I'm really hoping that um, well I know that there's going to be a lot of different opportunities for 2023 that I will be able to get a chance to show what I got on stage. So it's going to be awesome. I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm I'm really ex- excited to see you this summer out and about for sure. Yes, yeah. And hopefully we'll see you meet more and more. So <laughs> <laughs> you're playing, I, I saw the initial, whatever, the first 100 people selected for Canadian Music Week and you're on the list. Are you stoked to participate? Honestly, I can't wait. 
like there's just so many things that have happened it, like what is it january 5th today yeah <laughs> yeah like, so, so much news has happened in the past five days that i'm like it's just I'm like buzzing basically. So I'm definitely <laughs> riding this wave. I'm riding the wave as long Good. as you should. You got to do that. And, and, and take, and yeah, and take the time to step back and really just like enjoy it because a lot of artists, when they get into this position, they don't, they, they don't take, take the time to do that. Exactly. And actually be like, it, it's nice to be able to actually just kind of look back and like see all the steps that it's taken to get here. But that also, this is also just another step, right? Like you have to keep For sure. going. Keep going. Like, I'm really thankful for everything that's been thrown, but this is just another step to what I need to do to keep going with this, basically. <laughs> 100%. Um, what do your friends think? This is, like, I'm sure your friends have known, like, oh, my God, she went, like, she's a singer, she writes music, but, like, what did your friends think? Like, they're going to hear you on the radio and you're going to perform on stage now and it's, like, you got a record deal. They are, like, my girlfriends tell me, they're like, oh my gosh, finally, like, finally you're getting into oh. music. They would tell me all the time, like, in high school that I need to start doing this. So once they actually saw, like, and I send them things all the time, right? So they're the best. Like, I have some of the best friends that I could ask for. Like, I have really, really good support. So, and their favorite song is Back to the Trailer, obviously, because they would always come and hang out at the trailer with me. <laughs> It was like our little crash pad to kind of just like have girl time too. So that's definitely their favorite song to reminisce. <laughs> so you've mentioned this trailer a few times. Can you just like explain this a little bit? Because <laughs> yeah, it seems no. <laughs> very funny. <laughs> so essentially like I just needed somewhere to go and it was cheap rent. So I um, rented a trailer for a couple summers with my little dog Miley. And I think I've told Jenna this story before, but I had a broken down AC so between the broken down AC and the no TV, like I didn't have anything that was distracting me except for my guitar and my music and my dog and like being outdoors and stuff. So um, that led to writing back to the trailer too. So wow. it's, uh, and you know what, honestly, it was, I would do it again. I really would. Like I like the outdoors and like, I would always want to, one day I want to have like one of those tiny houses, you know? So Nice. It's yeah. How it was hot it was, though? Did you at least ha did you at least have electricity and running water? Um. So I did bring some water in with me all the time, which was fine. It's all good. But eventually, I can't lie. Eventually, I did get a TV. So I can't say there was no TV the whole time. I think for like the last two months, I got a TV, but it was like the size of a microwave. Like I'm not even kidding. Like you basically had to like squint to see it. But I have like the best collection of DVDs now. I have all the classics. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. But it's nice. Like I I obviously like social media is awesome. I love being able to like connect with people. But too, it was also nice to kind of just like I didn't really have the like I didn't have Netflix and stuff like that. So kind of nice to just kind of regroup again too. Yeah, I, I just like like you talking, I'm, I'm imagining my, myself in that scenario and I feel like I would probably go crazy just because I'm so, I'm, I'm so used to having everything around me now. I don't like, I want to be able to say I could do it, but I don't know if I could. No, honestly, like you just got to, and I set it up like really awesome. It wasn't like a, you know, there's like trashy trailer and then there's like classy <laughs> trailer. Like I had it all set up really cool and it had like a lot of different little things that were me there. So I really liked it. It was good. 
I'm just visualizing oh, sweating. No air conditioning, like dead of summer. Like how hot like, did I get? Fifty fans on me at one time. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> gotta do what I, you gotta do, right? <laughs> I I guess. You know what? Yeah. Kudos to you, because like he can't do it. I don't know if I'd be able to do it. Just <laughs> I could do it for like a week and then I'd be like, okay, this is stop being cute. Yeah. <laughs> like glamping is not fun anymore. No. <laughs> yeah. No, it's definitely, it's definitely a memory to look back on. And like, obviously there's the unglamorous parts about living there, but I don't really remember them anymore. I honestly just remember like hanging out with my girlfriends, like writing the songs, having a good times. So and back to the trailer it. definitely helps with that, with just remembering all the good times. So love that, love that. Love so that. if Dana invites yeah. you camping, depending on your level of camping enjoyment, that's you. Now you have a little bit of information whether you need to say yes or no. She might take you backwards at that point. She's yeah. she's ready. Exactly. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing to go camping. It's one thing to say let's do it for two years. <laughs> Straight up. Very true. Yes. <laughs> I love portage and all that. Could do that too. Love it. Up in Algonquin, that's fun. Nothing better, right? Scary. Yeah. No. And music. I'm scared of bears. (laughs) No, thank you. Sounds like a song. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, back to the trailer. Jenna has I'm scared of bears. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, honestly, in Alberta. Which one's going to be a hit? Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. In Alberta, we couldn't go too far off the trail because I was, like, afraid of seeing a bear so desperately. And then we got home, and this bear who's, like, populated all of Alberta, basically, was on the news because he's got, like, 75 cubs or children at this point. So I was like, Meg, if we came across him because he scours the areas we were in, I would have died in fear. I wouldn't have made it home alive. So, like... (laughs) I think this is a reasonable thing to be afraid of. Now, you just, like, it sounds like you just went on, like, a like a big adventure. That was, like, a life, that was like a, you know, like, adrenaline. Yeah, but she was in Banff. And I never town. saw them. And I never saw any. I saw one deer. But you're looking behind your back all the time. I <laughs> contemplating spending... Mountain, I con- what mountain? I contemplated spending 60 bucks on bear spray, and then I was like, I can't take that on a plane to go home. I think I'll just, you know what, I'll be okay. That's it. So uh, ridiculous. CCMA is like, I was, so I obviously, I haven't been like anywhere really in Canada, but um, I haven't really traveled very much. I'm hoping music will help me do that. But uh, when I went to CCMA's, I was like, oh, I'll get to see the mountains. But basically I just had to like kind of fly in, do the showcase and fly out. So I'm like trying to like see the mountains from the city, but it, not from next there. time, next time. It has to <laughs> be a really clear When we were there, day. it was all wildfires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Wasn't meant to be at all. Hopefully this year, right? Speaking yes. of the CCMAs, when when we, you were getting ready for your showcase and you know being introduced to the industry uh, as being part of the family now, um, what was the lead up to that like? Like, was it like really anxious? Like, were you really anxious or nervous, excited? What was the whole process leading up to that? I think because, like, I was really, really dead set on, like, I want to be as prepared as possible for this so that there's no other option that it can't go great. (laughs) So I remember, like, being really nervous coming up to it, but more, like, a good nervous, like, Mm -hmm. very excited. But then 
right on the day, like I remember standing with my guitar, waiting to actually like walk up in front of all of you guys. And like, I actually was just so excited because I was like, just let me do it. Oh, good. <laughs> just let me sing the songs. Just let me show them now. Like, I know that I have this like prepared and that I've worked hard for this. So I, I, Cause I imagine, <laughs> I imagine it could be really, really intimidating because for those of you listening who don't know, the CCMAs has like showcases and whatever that it's all industry people that sit in a room and just listen to people sing. It's awesome. But I feel mm -hmm. like for artists, it can be really nerve wracking. And this, I, I don't mean this rudely, but no one there knew you or knew who you were. Oh, no, exactly. So like, we were all like, we got there and like, Dana Reed, who is this? I don't know. Um, you have two posts on Instagram. Who are you? Exactly. No. <laughs> so like, was that going through your mind of like exactly who was sitting in that room or like, what was that like? I think that I just wanted to be able to kind of give the best first impression of myself too. So that's why I didn't have a lot of things like on Instagram and that kind of stuff because I just wanted to be able to kind of put my best foot forward with everything for everyone that was there. So knowing that all these people were there and that they're in the profession and that they just want to actually hear these artists do a good job and sing, like having that mindset about it is really good too. And just like taking it as like a big opportunity. Like I knew it was an opportunity for me to be able to kind of show you guys what I've been working on so far. So, mm. well, you nailed it. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Always love to hear that. <laughs> who who would you say are some f women in the industry that you're kind of looking at for as not as mentors, but like as like a north star? Like who do you want to? kind of be like or who do you who are you emulating your career off of who are you I, I can't find the word kind of that yeah that's literally the word I'm looking for right. brilliant you're so smart <laughs> I, I was like I, I I could help her but this is more fun <laughs> I would have like the first name that comes to the top of my head is Dolly Parton like I've always loved Dolly since I was a kid I love who she is as a person and as an artist and I think that's kind of like the whole thing about her is that like she's just a good person in general too so how can you not like Dolly Parton and like she's yeah. always like had these songs that were like very forefront of like what she wanted to talk about and she did it in a way where it wasn't controversial to anybody it just honestly was good music and that's kind of what I want to follow and she's just awesome like watching her live and watching how she connects with like other like the audience and other artists and stuff too like it's definitely someone that I sure and you know like I've definitely obviously like there's a lot of artists like I love everyone that's out there right now too so you can always take like different inspirations from everyone but just remember to kind of focus on what it is that makes you different too right yes definitely did you know Dolly Parton wrote nine to five and I will always love you in the same day in the same day in the same, the same day that is a that is a fact that I will never forget now. That is amazing. That's not fair. That's yeah, exactly. wicked. I just I wish I had talent. Also you know, that's also why I love Dolly. I want to become a friggin' songwriter like Dolly. That's amazing. <laughs> like, yeah. She also could be a billionaire, but she gives so much of her money away. Exactly. And that My other favorite fun fact about Dolly is on on uh, nine to five in the credits, because like you know the at the beginning it's like it's her nails it's her nails and like I, that's and like, freaking hilarious the, the credits on the song is nails dolly parton what 
I mean, that's actually yeah. how she began writing the song. She was just yeah. sitting there. Working nine to five. the nails. Yeah. <laughs> that's insane. Like, how different is that? Exactly. <laughs> I love Imagine she was nominated for, like, a Grammy of, like, best nail song, uh, nail player. <laughs> <laughs> nail player. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> Special instrument category. Nails. I don't know how she has those, like long th- i oh my gosh kudos to the girls that can do that because i am not I, and play guitar at the same time and play electric guitar at the same time exactly yeah exactly <laughs> she yeah be like dolly literally be like Do- <laughs> seriously be like dolly yeah obviously like emmy lou and those people too i love like their style their sound all that you know honestly my grandmother my grandmother would love to hear this right now because she's very much a like country and western and like modern country i don't really like that because it's not country and western but she like would listen to you saying how much like she loves emmy lou and she's a huge charlie pride fan and she just like she loves it all so she i think we could like get her into it a little more knowing that like the people that she loves are like the influence of people who sing modern country i don't know well that's exactly it because a lot of artists like were kind of you look at like amazing artists too for like different inspirations like Dolly, like emmy like all these kind of people right so like it's yeah i feel like that's okay we could make her and everyone has their taste everyone's entitled to whatever they want to listen to and what they kind of jam out with like i personally love every kind of music country's obviously my number one but I'll listen to anything that has a good sound and a good beat. <laughs> Same here. Seriously. Same here. Yeah. Like my Spotify playlist is all over the place. <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. It's everywhere. That's awesome. You'd have like a great playlist at a party then. You'd have the good uh, the good playlist to throw on. It's true. Although there, there, there is some pretty polarizing stuff in there, like some guilty pleasures that like people would be like, turn it off. <laughs> Everyone has a couple. Everyone has a few. Yeah. Yeah, Logan I think is mine actually have to be anything Lizzo or like Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Logan's a huge salt and pepper. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, salt and pepper. They're coming to a Casino Rama, I think soon. No way. Let's go. I think so. Let's yeah, let's go. <laughs> I will not be coming. Uh, Logan's also a huge Reba fan. <laughs> I love Reba. Reba. I mean, oh yeah, she's awesome. I used to watch her show and everything too. Me too. Like, oh my gosh. All of these ladies, like, they're definitely people that. I look up to for sure. Yeah, that show is one is one of the reasons I got into country. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's a few reasons, but yeah, that's one that, that that got me to fall in in love with country and look into it more as a genre. I just love her. Do you remember <laughs> like singing for your family and like getting up on? I used to get up on chairs and sing Shania Twain, and it's cu- cute when you're three, but like I don't, I can't sing, so that's not a thing I did. But it did wasn't you, so like, cute when you when you when you did it two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Life of the party. No, I definitely, I would drive my family crazy with singing. Like, my family got me a karaoke machine when I was young, and I think they were going to, like, they love hearing me sing, but I was singing all of the time. Like, all of the time. (laughs) But the first time that I ever sang in front of, um, like, an audience, I was in grade two. And I remember, like, my favorite movie at the time was Shrek. I might have told you so this. Good. Uh, it was because I, I loved the soundtrack, and I remember yeah. the teacher was like, "All right, who wants to audition for the talent show?" And I was like, oh, "I want to, but I don't know what song I want to sing." And all I could think of was "All Star," 
So <laughs> I was the little grade two singing all star in the talent That's show. So That's so funny. My teacher loved it. So I I watched that just unlocked a memory. I watched that I you know at the end of Shrek they had that random karaoke of like a whole medley of, of, of different songs. I'm living the vida loca. That yeah. Was, yeah, got <laughs> I made it. it. Through the wilderness. Yeah. <laughs> I watched that over and over again. Uh, that it's just unlocked so a memory. It's, yeah. It, you gotta have I'm going to watch Shrek tonight. <laughs> <laughs> just for the soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly can't. My youngest brother watched Shrek a hundred thousand times when he was like five or six. My parents bought him a DVD player, and every single night he'd be like, "Jenna, come in and watch." He's like quite a few years younger than me. He'd be like, "Jenna, come in and lay and watch Shrek with me before we go to sleep." And I'd have to like crawl into his little single bed and watch Shrek until he fell asleep, and then I would get out and go to bed every night. It was Shrek, that and then we did adorable. Over the Hedge, and then we did Cars, and it was just constant so, so I can you can watch. like basically script every line from the movie at this point <laughs> probably and i just I can't i just hate that so much oh it'd be so cool to get a song into a movie one day that would be awesome put put that on your vision board for this year oh yeah it's on there for sure <laughs> <laughs> one of the many <laughs> all right dana well we have or you have uh she's me out at radio now so we thought we would play a little bit of a game called She's Me or She's Not Me. Love it. So we have a few questions and you're going to let, let us know if she's you or she's not you. Okay. All right. I'll All right. do my best here. All right. Maybe, maybe Jenna can answer these two. <laughs> um, okay. So you're driving and your gas light turns on and you just keep driving for a, a couple of days. Is she you or is she not you? Oh, I'd have to say she's me sometimes. I drive so much all the time that uh, I'm on empty quite a bit. But that's okay. I haven't ever run out of gas, though. So it's okay. Mm. She's not me. She's not me. You should ask your, your label mate Justin about uh, running out of gas. Oh, yeah? Okay. Is that a good story? All right. Yeah. All right. That's a can of worms that I'll open up. <laughs> Jenna, is she you? No, 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 especially not in the winter. You shouldn't let your car go below half in the winter. When I see the empty light on, I've done something wrong. When Logan sends me, his car will say zero kilometers to empty, and he's like, I'm going to get gas tomorrow. I'm like, you should have got gas yesterday. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, she's me. We're both learning. Well, yeah, she's, she's Logan. <laughs> we are learning, yeah. learning from you, Jenna, right now. I'm, I'm listening. I like, I I'll take a picture of my dash and send it to Jenna be like, let's play a game. <laughs> <laughs> Someday you're going to run out of gas, and it's going to be dark out, and it's going to be cold, and a bear is going to come get you. Someday. And a bear. Yeah. The bear <laughs> it's already happened, Jenna. <laughs> How do you not learn from Not that? in many years, though. Mm-hmm. I did, but... You know, I I, 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 I have no excuse. <laughs> I just like to live on the edge. Just like to feel something. Um, okay, but this is about Dana, not me. <laughs> or me. All right. Live uh, next question. Uh, okay, so would so you you have a free weekend, a free Saturday night. You'd rather stay in than go out. Is she you or is she not you? Uh, you know. I'm a very extreme introvert and extrovert. Like I love Relatable. being able to go and like 
do the concerts and like actually hang out with people and sing and do all that. But then when I need to be a little bit of an introvert and just kind of regroup, recharge the batteries, that's nice. But I would have to say that on Saturdays, I would love to be singing. That's probably where I'd most likely want to be. So she's not you. No, I have to say she's not me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, going to a concert and wearing your cowboy boots. Oh, I, I, yes, she's me. You know, it depends on which concert too, you know? <laughs> like I, I went to a John Mayer concert too, so I didn't wear cowboy boots to a John Mayer concert. But fair. you gotta pull them out. I love all my different kind of boots. So I definitely have a nice little collection going on now. So you gotta get the good wear out of them. So she is me. <laughs> she's she's not me um because my cowboy boots are really uncomfortable and i just <laughs> haven't bought a comfy yeah. yeah they suck i wore i hate them um i'm more of like a sneakers kind of gal I, i'll wear sneakers I, to any concert i love my converse i love my Converse. oh me too to those a lot but yeah no when i was wearing my boots to concerts and stuff i would always have band-aids in my purse <laughs> exactly so, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Check it. All right, we have one more here. All right, hit me with the last one. <laughs> All right. Um, getting adventurous by going out and trying new foods that you've never had before. Oh my gosh, yes. She's me, for sure. Yeah? What's the <laughs> yeah. funnest food? You know what? Like- Actually, ooh. But a staple for me is chicken nuggets and fries. I can't. Oh, wait. yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like... If we're going out to a restaurant or something and I really just want that comfort food, it's always chicken nuggets and french fries. But I'm open to trying new foods. I'll try almost anything once. That has its limits, though, for sure. Mm. Like, my my brother's in Halifax, and he made his girlfriend try lobster liver. And it's just, like, very... I was 80 years old when I learned that lobsters had a liver. They leave it in, too, and they serve it up fresh. So um, they tried it, and she almost... I shouldn't out her. She almost threw up on the table. Um, so that's probably somewhere I draw the line. I would eat the lobster for sure. That's so good. But like, I'll try most things once. But if it looks like snot, I'm probably not going to try it. That's fair. I feel like that's fair. Like you literally just told me a story though a couple weeks ago that you tried oysters that literally look and taste like snot. The oysters like are them. so good. Oysters? See, See, so I you don't draw the line at snot. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't taste like... Well, like, I mean, I don't know what I can't say no, what snot tastes like, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> um, they don't feel as weird as everybody says they feel. And they were really dressed up, so they, like, they tasted really good. Yeah, I the only like good thing about oysters is, is what's on them. Yeah. Like, it's different if, like, you're traveling and you get the chance to, like, try something different, like, in a different country and stuff. Mm. Like, I am gung-ho for that, but when I'm around here... Me I, too. You like the basics when you're around here, but when you can go abroad and actually try different things, like, I think that's, like, an amazing part about traveling, too, is, like, kind of, like, connecting with the culture through the food and everything, too, so. Agreed. Like, yeah, it, it's funny that they say that, because that's me, too. I'll try anything on, like, on, on a trip somewhere, mm-hmm. like a live octopus, but I would never hear it in Ontario. <laughs> no. So true. No. So she that's is... Great. She's all of us a little bit. Yeah. She is. That's yeah. fair. <laughs> that's is, fair. She is me, you know? <laughs> She's me-ish. Exactly. Yeah, that's good. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Change the lyric, please. <laughs> I'll get rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, Dana. Well, thank you so much for joining us uh, uh, on the pod today. It's been a, a real pleasure to get to know you some more. Well, no, thanks for having me, guys. This was awesome. That was a lot of fun. Thanks for that game. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So where can people find you? Um, so I have all my music on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube. Hit me up on Instagram, all those fun things. So hopefully we'll, we're going to have a lot more different uh, things come in very soon. So including a music video for She's Me that's going to be released uh, pretty soon here. So I hope you guys are looking forward to that too. <laughs> sure, sure am. And everyone, uh, keep an eye on frontporchmusic.ca for all uh, the, the latest information on Dana and what's coming up with her soon. Awesome. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Dana. Thanks for listening to another episode of On the Porch with Front Porch Music. We're so lucky to be able to chat with artists and make episodes like this one. If you like the podcast, remember to rate and review us and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. It's the easiest way to support the show. Remember to check out frontporchmusic.ca to keep up with new music releases, exclusive artist interviews, and more. We'll catch you again on the porch in a couple of weeks. On the Porch is hosted by Logan Miller and Jenna Weiser and produced and edited by Jason Saunders. That's me. Our theme song was written, produced, and performed by Owen Rigman.